Oh yeah. Oh, you did it. You clicked on the Osway Bar Podcast. A podcast dedicated to growth. We know we're not supposed to be stuck. We're designed to grow and be all that God has called us to be. We post every Monday and Wednesdays. Mondays is a segment I call Monday Message. This is where your home messages for me. Wednesday segment, that's one of my favorites. This is a segment called Wednesday's Word from the Wise. This is where I get to sit down with amazing guests and draw from their wisdom, experiences, and anointing, all for the purpose of growing. So if you're ready, I said if you're ready, growth fanatics, let's do it! Alright, welcome back everyone. We are so glad you guys tune in. These are one of my favorite segments is Wednesday's Word from the Wise because I get wisdom from uh, those that are around me, man. You know, I used to have a lot of gray hair, Eddie. Actually, truth is, I still do. And my uncle would, uh, you know, would always make fun of me. I'd be like, yo, uncle, like, it's just wisdom. And he's like, dude, it's wisdom without the whiz. And I'm like, whiz, dumb, dumb. Dumb. Hey, dumb. <laughs> anyways, uh, I love this because uh, guys, and I hope you guys do too. It's just we really get to draw from the wisdom, experience, and, and anointings from those who are in it and that are doing it and are kicking butt. And so our topic is really going to be on evangelism. And I thought none other than Eduardo Torres. <laughs> so Eddie, for those who don't know you, uh, we just tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Yeah, man. Well, first of all, Josue, thank you for just having me on the podcast, bro. Uh, man, season three, right? Yeah. Season three is about to kick off. Uh, if you guys aren't excited, then man, you need to get excited because I've kind of seen behind the scenes of the guests that you're bringing on and man, it's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be full of the Lord, full of wisdom. And so thank you, Josue, for having me on the podcast, bro. Yeah, of course. Um, amen. Yeah, just a little bit about me. Uh, uh, I... Uh, I'm called to the office of the evangelist. So obviously evangelism is my thing. I I enjoy just sharing the gospel and we'll break it down a little further what it means and all that, but yeah, I just love talking to people about the Lord. I'm a I'm a extrovert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think most evangelists are <laughs> they, they just they're out there man and 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 that's just a little crazy too but we'll talk about yeah, that D- as well dms if you're if you're an introverted <laughs> evangelist we want to know you yeah for real because i'm like how do you do it yeah um, we'll add you to the podcast <laughs> but yeah man so I, I you know i feel called to the office of uh, the evangelist uh i did uh two years at caris i'm helping at freedom church and then just running my ministry deeply rooted ministries uh, that's kind of where, where I'm at right now. Yeah. If you guys didn't know, uh, Eddie uh, in Deeply Rooted Ministries has a podcast as well. So I'm going to put that in the show notes too. But uh, make sure to, uh, to check that out and rate it, love on it, and you know, blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> so that's really cool. Though. Praise God. Uh, Eddie and I go way back. Uh, man, I remember I was at Freedom Church. I was the youth pastor. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie likes sharing this story because he likes making fun of me saying, I'm a coconut, you know. For those of y'all who don't know what a coconut is, it's brown on the outside, white on the inside. I didn't even know I was a coconut, but uh, yeah, I am, man. Yeah, anyways, he was making fun of me because, you know, I told the barista my name is Josh, which in translation oh, of Josue is yeah. Joshua. And so ever since that, he's given me such a hard time. And I think he tried to speak to me in Spanish, too. And I'm like, no, no, no hablo. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> But anyways, that's not what we have Eddie on today. We have him on because we're going to talk about evangelism. So, uh, Wardo, 
Yes, All sir. right, man, in your experience, what is the biggest challenge people face doing evangelism? Ooh, that, that's a loaded question. I think the biggest thing is um, people just get in their head. Mm. They get in their head and then they start creating all these unnecessary scenarios and outcomes and rejections. And before you know it, you've already disqualified yourself even before you went out there and actually tried it. Mm. And so it's a, it, it kind of is like a mental game, Yeah, you know, and, um, I, I can speak from personal experience where when I first started to even go out, I didn't even know that it was called evangelism. Mm. I was like, I'm just going to go out and share the gospel. And, uh, you know, there's this one story with my friend, uh, Rebeloved, that's what he goes by. Uh, every time I was with him or every time he was in my car, uh, I, I had this fear of going through drive throughs with him <laughs> because I knew once I got my, my order done, uh, you know, he was going to order next. Okay. And, and because I knew that I would kind of, what I would do is I would roll the window like three fourths <laughs> of the way up and I would ask him, Hey bro, what do you want? I'll order for you. Yeah. yeah. And every single time he's like, no, let me order, you know? And so. I would roll the window down and, and he would, even before he ordered, he would say, you know, hey, Jesus loves you so much. Can I pray for you? And something about that, man, and obviously it was my flesh, yeah. would bug me so much. And, mm. and I would just be like, oh, dude, now they're going to spit in our food. Yeah, <laughs> now yeah. It's going to be all bad. Uh, but every single time, it was a great outcome. They yeah. either received prayer or, you know, they they nicely were like, no, thank you. Right. But in my head, I created all these bad outcomes, scenarios, and things mm. that would have happened that didn't. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's deep, man. Yeah, so a lot of it's just in our mind, right? Just mm. uh, the struggle to evangelize. And I think another reason, too, is just that people don't understand the importance of evangelism. So, like, yeah. you know, what kind of stirred you up for that? And kind of, you know, why has it become so big in your life? Yeah, well, you know what? I, I think one of the biggest, um, I guess, doubts or confusions that, that, that go around in the body of Christ when it comes to evangelism is that you need to be called to the office of the evangelist mm. to evangelize. Mm. And let me break it down for y'all. Let me tell you right here, right now, that is incorrect. Mm. Okay, so before I answer your question, let, if, if it's okay, let me break down evangelism. Yeah, sure. Okay, so... This is what evangelism is, all right? It is sharing Jesus Christ with people who don't know him yet. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. That is what evangelism is. Simple. It's simple, right? It's the story of Jesus. You can start with the Gospels. Praise God. Um, and, and really, when it comes down to evangelism, um, even, even to simplify it more, Josue, it's that it's, it's expressing the it's it's outwardly expressing the inward change that's happened in your life mm. yeah you are here because somehow some way somebody quote unquote evangelized to you yeah told you about jesus right so again it's it's taking away all these these standards and 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 complicating it and just simplifying it yeah. It's telling somebody about Jesus, right? Yeah. And so, yes, we do have uh, the office of the evangelist. Okay, so um, real quick. All right, let, let's get into scripture if it's okay, Josue. Yeah. Yeah. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 says, 
And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. And I encourage you to read that whole chapter. But the office of an evangelist, man, um, an evangelist is is there to tell people about Jesus wherever they go. Right. And oftentimes, we can look at... um, at Philip in Acts, he was an evangelist. Yeah. And a lot of times when, when evangelists go out and share the gospel, oftentimes there's signs and wonders that follow them. Yeah. Okay, so not only are they telling about people about Jesus, not only are they presenting Jesus for the first time to people, yeah. but right then and there, they are flowing with power. Mm-hmm. God is confirming his word through them. Right. And so uh, that that's one part of, of the role of an evangelist. The other part is to equip the body. Mm. Hey, Sally. Hey, Joe. Hey, Eddie. This is how you share the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is how you step out. This is how you can grow in this area. Yeah. So not only are we there to share about Jesus and in such a powerful way, but we're also there to equip the body. Right. Right. And raising them up. That's true. Like, you know, for me, like uh, I always view that scripture as the MVP, the true MVP uh, scripture, (laughs) because it's just like a lot of times we think the evangelist that's called to the office or the pastor that's called to the office or the teacher that's called to the office are the MVPs. Mm. In reality, like they're the coaches. They're the coaches that equip us as the body to be the MVPs, because as a coach, you know, no one looks at a coach and gets upset that. Oh, how come, you know, the coach isn't playing in the game? It's right. just like, well, <laughs> duh, it's not his role. Like, yeah. that's not what he's supposed to do. And the role of the being active and in the game is actually the body. So it's us who are listening right now. So I just want to yeah. encourage you, like, you know, if you're listening and you're hearing some of this, you know, it was a challenge for me, too, to realize that evangelism and outreach is not just for the evangelist, but it's something that is called on us to do. So yep. it's really good, Eddie. Yeah, man. And, and, and so now let me let me share another verse because I, I look, every time I try to present something, I try to get the negative. Yeah. How is someone going to debunk this? Yeah. Right? What are the questions they're going to bring? And I know one of the questions, and I know you had this for me as well, is, well, what if I'm not called to be an evangelist? What if I'm not called to be in the office? Yeah. Well, all right, let me, let me give you some scripture. Right, I'm, I'm going to let scripture speak for itself. First yeah. Peter 3.15. First Peter 3.15 says this, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with mm. meekness and fear. Yeah. Man, I, I think that right there debunks any kind of question that you may have, any thought, any doubt about evangelism, you know, because yeah. at the end of the day, look, yes, there's the, 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 the five offices, yeah. right? People are called to those offices. Um, there's also just other areas of ministry, yeah. you know, helps all these things that people are called to. Right. But before any of that, Josue... And this is where I had to humble myself and and really go through this with the Lord. Before any of that, I am a son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am a son to God. You're a daughter. 
right? And not you, but yeah, yeah, yeah. any daughters that are listening, right? We are sons and daughters of God before anything else. Yeah. And so we are called to, to be like Jesus, to live like Jesus, right. right? He's changed our life. And so before any position that you feel or know you've been called to, you're truly called to be an extension of God's love. Yeah. To be, uh, you know, that that express image of Jesus. Yeah. So that should be like, oh, well, man, that means that I should be able to share the gospel. Right. That I should be able to tell people about the hope that is in, in me. Right. Right. And so once I, once I read that verse, and there's plenty of verses that can go with that, but it was like, no, I need to be ready in season right. and out of season. Yeah. I need to be ready as an evangelist. And just as a neighbor, yeah. as a shopper, right, right, wherever I'm at, and so um, w- once we understand that, man, th- there shouldn't be any pressure. Yeah, you know, that's so good. So, like, how have you prepared yourself? Like, I can hear someone asking, like, man, like that's okay, that's good. Yeah, how do I practically prepare myself and ready myself to share the gospel and just you know. Um, you know, like I, I've done this before where I'm talking about org structures with with folks and people mm. have said like, man, you make that so simple, but like just make it, how? Yeah. You know, so I can hear someone maybe saying like, man, that just sounds so simple, but how? Yeah. You know, so how have you like kind of prepared yourself in that? Yeah, great question. And I've had to really grow out of things and grow into things for this to happen. Yeah. I've had to grow out of fear of man. Mm. Let's be real, man. That's yeah. fear of man. You, you could be the most skilled person in a trade, in a job. You can have the work experience. You can have all of these things that are going to bring hope, that are going to encourage and build up. But fear of man will say, nah, don't do it. Uh-uh, don't go there. Yeah. So yeah. I've had to really, I've had to really focus on that and, and ask myself, why am I so afraid of people why am i so afraid of their thoughts their their everything that they're gonna say they you know the things that they might say or might not say why am i afraid of man Mm. right and so that was a process that i had to go to go through with the lord and maybe that's something that you have to go through with the lord first lord am i am i afraid of telling people about you Mm. and if so why right and and go through that process with the lord the next thing man and and Yes, it is simple, and it's one thing for me to say that, and another thing for you guys to be like, well, how do I apply it? Well, let me tell you this. You have conversations every single day. Yeah. If you don't, man, you are the biggest introvert, and we need to talk. <laughs> Show me your secrets. The introvert's just like, right? wait, I don't want to talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but come on, help me out. Yeah, exactly. Um, Look, you you talk to people every single day, whether it's your roommates, your family members, coworkers, people at Starbucks. I know we have some Starbucks addicts up in here. It's all good. You're going to get delivered. (laughs) Um, Dutch Bros, anything, right? You go shopping, go get food. We have foodies that are listening to this. Uh, You talk to people every single day, Mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, when you're passionate about something, like Josue, like you're, I know you love wings, right? Oh, yes. Let's say you find a new wing spot and it's mm-hmm. the best wings you've ever had. And you want to tell others about it because you don't want them to miss out. Mm. How would that look like, Josue? What, what would you do? Let's Be say like, you're talking to me. 
bro, you got to try out these wings. They're freaking fire. Yeah, but why? Because they're so good. Like, dude, they're thick. They have the best sauces. Whoa. They're dope. Yeah. And they're cheap. So you tried them. Yes. You experienced them. Yes. So you can speak from that experience. Ooh, you better talk to someone, Wardo. So, so look, look. Why is it, Josue, that when we're so passionate about something, we're so good at selling it? Mm. And not only are we so good at selling it, Josue, but we're willing to take time out of our day to do that. Mm. That's good. Because we believe in it. Right. We've experienced it. And now we want to share that with others. Oh, you better preach. So why, like, why, and, and, and I'm just, this is my thought process, okay? I'm not, I'm not trying to get on y'all, but I kind of am. <laughs> why is it that when it comes to Jesus mm-hmm. and sharing what we have heard, experienced, and seen the fruit of, right. we're not able to share? Right. And that's just a question that I'm presenting to y'all. Right. What what's that switch? What is that disconnect that's happening? Yeah. And so for me, I had to really f- to give you practical steps. I had to force myself. Yeah. To to just you know what I'm gonna tell one person Jesus loves them today. Yeah. And I remember being like, you know, I would see somebody and I'm like, all right, game day, let's <laughs> go. Here we go. I'm gonna say it, and they would pass me, and I would be like, Jesus loves you. <laughs> And <laughs> walk away. But I'm telling you what, man, y'all are laughing. But that's a start. Yeah, it is. That is a start. Right. Right. And and of course it didn't get better. Y'all thought I was gonna say it was gonna get better, but it didn't. It didn't get better. If anything, it got worse. You know, I would find the worst times to say it. Yeah. Thinking that, hey Lord, I did it. Right. Do your thing. And he's like, ah, no, I need you to be more bold. Right. Yeah. And so it's asking for boldness. But yeah, practical step number one, just including Jesus in your everyday conversations. Yeah. Checking up on somebody, you know, hey, how, how what's going on in your life when it comes to the Lord? What is he teaching you? Yeah. Hey, Jesus loves you. Hey, he's so proud of you. Yeah. Those little comments, those little things that you say to someone, man, that's a seed. Yeah. That is a seed that's being planted. And so, okay, real quick, a, a, a quick challenge for you guys. And so I might be getting ahead, but I think it's so important to include this right here. Yeah, sure. Is that practical step number one, include Jesus in, in your everyday conversations. Okay, mm-hmm. bring him up. Look, don't be afraid to pray in, in public. <laughs> don't be afraid to talk about him. Um, and so I want to I want to challenge you with this whenever this comes out, okay? Uh, one, in public, right? I want to encourage you, whether if you're eating or whatever it is, just talk about the Lord with your friends. Don't be afraid to do that. Don't be afraid to bring up the Lord, right? Two, one person. I encourage you to go up to one person in your in your circle of influence, whether they're saved or not, and compliment them. Say something nice about them. Say something nice about them and include the Lord in it. Hey, Jesus loves you so much. Hey, Jesus is so proud of you. Hey, Lord, the Lord loves you. Hey, God loves you. Something like that. So, so wait, we get, we can keep going, man. But I just needed to throw that in there because that is, it's so simple, but be, we got to be willing to step out. 
Right. No, that's so and good. And take those small steps. It's true. And I just encourage you guys. Like, I remember the first time I went out and hit the streets of Manitou Springs, man, and going around praying for folks. And it's surprising. Like, you'll be surprised how people are receptive, you know. Um, and I've definitely gotten times where people are like, you know, get away from me. I don't want to talk to you. And it's like, okay, word. Uh, but, you know, you just... I think what Eddie is just really just sharing guys and just something that we can take to heart is man, like, you know, it's a simple thing and it's just expressing something that you love and enjoy. You know, um, I love that example, Eddie, of just like, you know, tell me about your favorite, you, you know, something that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And it's just true. Like if you haven't found a passion of Jesus, then man, you like, you just need to allow him to love on you because he's amazing and he's great and he does care about you. I think about, you know, how Jesus has transformed your life for those who are believers listening to this podcast. And if he's truly transformed your life or made a difference, then it's selfish of us to keep that to ourselves Mm -hmm. and not make that available to others Um, it's a sweet gift and it's a gift that needs to be shared it's a gift that needs to be enjoyed by everyone and the other thing you know that I love about this too um, is just the fact that uh, some of it may be thinking is just like well again this just is hard or I don't want to put myself out there but it's good to die to yourself like again I always say this it's about you but it's not, not about, about you. you. <laughs> yeah. And it's just true because like, um, you know, we're, we're dedicated to growth. And if we're going to grow in our spirituality and grow in our walk with God, then part of sharing and evangelizing is a part of that growth. It's a part of that factor. Amen. And something that you said uh, earlier too, Ardo, that I love is just the fact that, you know, you got to make that time, man, just to say a compliment. And it's not hard just to talk to people and just say a compliment. You know, Jesus... You know, I always get teased about this at, at Freedom, dude, that I'm a master at transitions. Right? I can make these transitional moves, you know. Oh, but I learned it from Jesus, dude. Like, think about it. You know, he went to some lady and they were talking about water. And you think they're going to talk about water. And he transitioned it like, yo, let me tell you about the, the living water that you'll never thirst again. You know, and so it's just like yeah. finding those ways to insert Jesus in your conversation. It's It's not hard. Just think of it as a transition. Like... Man, my back hurts. Well, dude, your back hurts, but man, there's God, the healer. Yeah. Boom, speaking life into that. Come on. So, no, this is really good, man. Like, um, so with this, what would you say or tell someone who says, I'm called to disciple, not really evangelize? Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> well, I think it goes back to first Peter three fifteen, what I shared, and yeah. and ultimately it's it's Matthew. Uh, Matthew 28, 16 through 20, uh, the, the Great Commission. Mm. I think we've all heard it, right? Yeah. The, the Great Commission. And, and it says, I'll read it for y'all. Um, verse 18. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Again, man, like whether you're called to to disciple, to pastor, to teach, to evangelize, before any of that, you're called to share the gospel, yeah. to share about the Lord, right? To share about God, what He's done. And so, I I think it really is, it's a choice. And yeah. I think this is just etiology, okay? <laughs> so. Um, whatever you want to do with that. But a lot of the times, us saying, well, I'm just called to do this. 
or I'm just called to do this, so I can't really do that, is based out of fear and not wanting to get rejected. Yeah. And not wanting to get uncomfortable. You are comfortable where you're at. Right. Again, praise God. I'm sure you're doing great things. But in order to truly fulfill uh, what we've been called to do, you got to step out. Yeah. And, and, and look, even if you do want to disciple people, in order to get people to come in the first place, you got to go out and get them. Right. You got to have conversations. Right. You got to attract people. Right. And so why go halfway? Right. Why not be fully invested, tell people about the Lord, and then from there, man, it's easy. Right. It's easy to get people to come along with your vision, with what you're trying to do, and, and for people to trust you. Yeah. Because I, I trust more somebody who's willing to uh, fully commit to their what, whatever they want to say or, or whatever they're pitching, right. even if they mess up. But for me, it's like, no, mm-hmm. you're willing to step out. You're willing to mess up. Right. I'm willing to follow you and hear you. Right. And, and, and allow you to teach me and cool. mentor me, you know? So again, it, it goes back to just overall, we're all called to, to share the gospel. We're yeah. all called to love and be an extension of God's love. Right. We're all called to do that. And so let's not, let's not tie ourselves down to one specific thing. Yeah. That's what I would say. <laughs> no, it's good. It's just like, you know, um, no one ever sees, says like, Oh, I'm only called to eating. I don't, I'm not called to sleeping or I'm only called to walking. I'm not called to these other things. It's just like uh, the way a body functions. You need to eat, you need to move, you need to sleep, you need to, and so on and so forth in order to really build your body or to mm. be and be in health. And same thing just as a, a simple walk of Christianity, you know, it's not just, you know, I'm, I just sit and receive, but it's no, I, I sit and receive. I, talk about things. I teach, I evangelize, I disciple. And sure, there are going to be people that are more gifted in a certain area, but we should never limit Mm -hmm. ourselves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the only way that you find your potential in something is that you have to try it. You have to do it. And um, I just love that challenge of not being afraid and not being scared. So um, I don't know if there's anything else you want to touch on. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I really, okay, so we, I, I broke down the office of the evangelist, evangelism in general, your circle, how, how, how to step out. But ultimately, um, you know, in, in John 14, 26, it says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will serve in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Hmm. We have a Helper 24-7, Josue. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I know that it, this can be uncomfortable. Especially mm-hmm. if you've never had any experience. Right. But in order for something to go from head knowledge to to actual like being practical and applying it, yeah. we need to step out. But why not step out with the Holy Spirit helping you and leading you? Yeah. That's how I've grown in this where it's like, okay, it's all head knowledge, but how do I apply it? Mm-hmm. And Holy Spirit, there's been so many times where uh, the Holy Spirit has has guided me, has taught me. This is how you need to say this next time. This is how you need to present the gospel. Mm. Uh, maybe you shouldn't have answered like that. Maybe mm. you should have started like this. You know, so it's like we have access to the Holy Spirit who is willing and, and will not allow us to fail. Yeah. If you're doing it out of a pure heart who wants to glorify and honor God, 
Yeah. You will have the backing of the Holy Spirit, signs and wonders as well. Yeah. And so, look, even if you're like, oh, yeah, like I, I want to tell somebody Jesus loves them. Right. Or I want to talk about Jesus more. Wh- wherever it is, invite the Holy Spirit in. Come on. And the Holy Spirit will not only encourage you, but it says that the Holy Spirit is our teacher, our guide, our comforter. Mm. Man, he's everything you need in those moments. Yeah. And fear, fear can't stay. All right. And so I just want to encourage you guys with that, that, you know, there's, there truly isn't nothing to be fearful of if we're grounded and rooted in the love of God. And if we're being led by the Holy Spirit and, and ultimately if we want to share the, the hope that is in with, you know, in us and look, man, at the end of the day, not to like condemn anyone, but when we think about the reality of this way, that it's heaven or hell. Yeah. Right. I'm not saying you're called to evangelize and speak to every single person because then we wouldn't get anything done. Right, right. But praise God for the body of Christ and you play a, a significant role in that. Right. But it's like the reality of it, man. I am so thankful in my life that someone took time out of their day to share Jesus Christ with me. Right. Right. And so it's like when you think about it from that perspective and just the thankfulness and gratitude of that moment when, mm. when someone shared the gospel with you. Right. Man, like for me, it's like, yeah, I definitely want to share that with someone. Yeah. So I just want to, you know, encourage you guys with that, that you also have the Holy Spirit there to help you. That's a good word, man. And just, you know, the other thing is this too, like, you know, when people are talking about their favorite sports team or sports game, man, you get excited. You're willing yep. to defend. You're yep. willing to say, you know, Cowboys suck. <laughs> and it's just true. You know, that's that's just actual facts. You know? Why you got to bring the Cowboys? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> My shout out to my uncle. I know he's in heaven right now. Just give me a look like, why? what's wrong with you, boy? <laughs> but, uh, man, like, the thing is this, too. Like, um, th- when you share with people, it's always a win. You know, even if they're receptive or not, you're planting a seed. And there's multiple times I've shared the gospel with folks and people just blew me off or just said whatever. Yeah. But, dude, that's a win. You that's know, that's a that's another, you know, have you ever, like, tried to open up a mason jar or something like that and it's, like, really hard and then you just give it to someone and they just, they just pop it open real quick? See, it's because you help them. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> At least that's what I tell myself, Eddie, okay? I that I help them, man. okay? Um, and it's just true. It's the same thing. Like, uh, just because someone's seen the results, it's not because they're more anointed. It's just that there's others that were plowing away and making a way for them. Amen. And so Amen. Um, one thing that I just want to uh, give time for, Eddie, is just like, all right, um, what I love about Eddie is just that his ministry does a lot of gives you a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. So you guys do a homeless outreach and uh, an evangelism. Yeah. And t- talk to us a little more about that. Yeah, definitely. So we uh, we have two uh, outreaches a month, and they're completely different. I think a lot of people are like, yeah, it's just outreach. It is, but it isn't. So um, one of them is strictly homeless outreach. We go out to certain locations where the homeless community is at, and then from there, we, we, you know, we, we bring clothing, we bring hygiene packs, we bring Bibles, resources, salvation booklets, baptism of the Holy Spirit. We bring things to, uh, to, to love on the community, to support them, right, and to present the gospel, yeah. right? And, and what's amazing, though, is that I, I am so against uh, enabling somebody, 
That is not my thing. Yeah. I look, there's so many charities out there and ministries that go out and feed the homeless community. Mm-hmm. Really, it's a choice for them to starve. <laughs> Because there's plenty of options for food. And so with our ministry, we will always present Jesus first. And so that's what we do with the homeless community. Yes, we meet their needs. Yes, uh, we we make sure they're taken care of. But we immediately switch into, hey, let's talk about Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the Lord. Let's pray for you. Are you saved? Are you bad? You know, and and then from there, uh, it's not a one-time thing. Man, because I also think if we only show up once or twice and then stop, that's another way of enabling them to just go and find the next best thing, Hmm. right? And and fulfill their addiction. And so we're we're being consistent every month and showing up to the same location Hmm. and presenting the gospel and building relationships and talking to them and, and, you know... What's amazing is that I've been going there for so long now, man, that they call me Cool Breeze. <laughs> that's that's, that's my street name. Cool Breeze. Cool Breeze. So it's like, but that to me is like, oh, man, we're making an impact. They're remembering my face. They're remembering yeah. our interactions. Right. And so that's what we do with Homeless Outreach. And then we have straight, raw street evangelism, man. Nice. It's, it's not homeless people. This is your everyday Joe and his wife going to dinner downtown Colorado Springs. Nice. You know, this is somebody getting off work and walking, subway employees, anybody. Anybody that has breath in their lungs, (laughs) we're going to find, we're going to be led through the Holy Spirit, and we're going to present Jesus and the gospel. And so those are the two different uh, outreaches that we have. But if... I'm going to plug Deeply Rooted Ministries real quick. If anybody wants to start stepping out Mm -hmm. and wants to learn how to present the gospel in a safe, loving way, wants to operate more in the gifts, wants to even volunteer because we need help with distributing clothes, resources, any of these things, praying, come to our homeless outreach. Mm. They're already there. Yeah. You simply have to walk up to them and talk to them it is the easiest form of evangelism there is yeah nice right and and of course we have different team members we'll we'll put you with the appropriate team member whether you've had experience or this is your first time yeah anybody can do homeless outreach cool so how would they uh connect with you yeah so um if they just go to deeply rooted ministries.net okay our website we have an outreach tab and they can they can sign up on there and it has all of our dates. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. So actually, I'm going to jump ahead. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give you guys a three-minute challenge, and I'm going to let Eddie do the same thing. But right now, it only takes three minutes. <laughs> three minutes. Before you do anything else, Yeah. before you listen to the next podcast, before you go uh, head into work or whatever you're doing, listen to this podcast. I need you to go to deeplyrootedministries.net, and I triple dog dare you. To just hit the home homeless outreach and sign up, it's just gonna take three minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Again, it's it makes no difference to listen to a podcast and just say, "Oh, that was a good episode" or "That was awesome," but to actually apply and to do something—that's where the true growth comes from. Remember, we're dedicated to growth, and this is only step one: is listening and hearing and learning. But step two, which is the most important step, is doing it. Amen. So I encourage you guys right now to go ahead and do that um, Shoot, after I this podcast ends. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, 
What you got, Eddie? What's, hey, what three-minute challenge would you give uh, yeah, those listening uh, right now? We're going to keep it really simple. But look, this will tell you where you're at when it comes to sharing the gospel yeah. about Jesus or not. Right. So, three-minute challenge. Think about how you can present the gospel or the name of Jesus to someone today. Hmm. And that, by itself, will tell you if you have fear of man, what's going on in your heart, and from there you'll be able to take that to the Lord. But three minutes. Lord, how can I present you to somebody today, believer or unbeliever? Yeah. And how can I present that in a loving way? Mm. So good. Yeah. Awesome, guys. Well, I hope you guys were encouraged. I hope you guys loved this. Again, don't just listen to podcasts. You got to go do it. You got to go do it. Put, put, put action to it. So uh, do Eddie's three-minute challenge. Do my three-minute challenge. Either way, uh, do it, man. Amen. We love you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Peace. Peace.